Shameful Dead, your weekly recap uh, podcast for AMC's The Walking Dead. I am Doug, and with me, I guess it's going to be a regular thing now, is Jermaine. Yes. <laughs> and Johnny T, um, who was what? on a previous episode. What up, third time caller, y'all. Awesome. <laughs> and we have a first timer, uh, T-Dog. Say hi. Hey, long time listener, first time uh, guest. Yeah. <laughs> he is the one fan that we have of this show at least uh you know maybe not for a shame to thrones but uh at least this and well, after this after this experience not so much yeah probably he's gonna hate <laughs> quit the podcast uh but uh yeah um i i just told everybody before we started recording this that uh t-bone has read the comics and I'm sure his knowledge is not encyclopedic, but I'm going to be asking him all sorts of questions like a woman watching football with her boyfriend. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? What, is it, what does the whistle mean? Um, so let's get right into it. I want to get first impressions. Let's go around. I'm not going to give mine. I'll give mine last. Let's start with the new guest, uh, T-Bone. What did you think of this episode? Yeah, so I guess going with that I had read the comics, this was a 90-minute torturous episode that was actually everything that happened in it was in one uh one issue of the comic which is like 10 pages long yeah so it's funny that they made 90 minutes a 10 page comic you know uh which is just so annoying that i had to sit there and watch that for 90 minutes painstakingly okay and uh i'd agree with that jermaine this was the worst <laughs> i I, I actively got angrier as this episode went along and just said, what the fuck am I watching? Why? Is it just a length? Why? And, 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 and Jermaine, you say that everything's the worst. So yeah, try Especially to quantify you. this. Try to try to give us details on why you, you, you got angrier. It, it was, it was pointless. Negan's an asshole. I get it. All right. <laughs> Take your shit. I get it. Like, do we need 45 minutes of them explaining we want your mattresses. I, I, I get it. They take your shit and leave. We didn't need to spend an hour and a half watching that happen. All right. And Johnny T. Um, okay. So Please I, say I you like this. Want, no, no, no. I didn't. Yes. I, yeah. I, I thought it was a little kind of like what, um, what you guys were saying a little long and I just Negan. I thought it was interesting at first. Now watching his little his little knee bend cock swagger thing <laughs> and talking in threes like I will get you uh, uh, eh, like that whole thing. I'm fucking sick of. I have to agree with that. Uh, yeah, you guys basically spelled it out for me. Uh, this was why was this fucking 90 minutes like long episodes are saved for like monumental things happening. Well, yeah. So, I, I think they they wanted they wanted you to think something was going like that Negan was going to do something and he just and it kept you on edge a little bit and then nothing really ever did. Maybe this is their new thing. They they usually the big episodes are the really cool crazy stuff. So they yeah. went and made one that nothing happens and they like got gotcha, you bitch. 
Was like, the first episode even 90 minutes? I don't even No, I don't think no. so. Yeah. No, it's all been. An, that's why, like, I I looked at the because I was like, oh, man, I got to get to bed. I'm like, oh, shit, 30 more minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, they have kind of ruined Negan for me. I was terrified of him after the first the end of last right. season and the beginning of this season. And then they keep showing him. And the more he's on screen, the more the, he's just exactly. a swaggering asshole. And he doesn't have this yep. mystique of being. Uh, like all powerful, he just seems like a, a an egomaniac, but like not like but a scary even, egomaniac. He's even, yeah, he's not even scary anymore. That's, like he that's just, the problem. He, he smiles too much. He's got this little like skip swagger thingy going, and you're just like, I'm just not scared of him anymore. And do you guys notice how fucking skinny he is? <laughs> he is pretty strong. He is scrawny. His fucking pants are dropping down his back of his ass like a, you know. I could not take my eyes off his, his, butt, his buttocks. He's got a nice set of teeth, though. I, I have to know, like, how the rest of the saviors kind of fell in line with him to really understand why he's so scary. Oh, because, yeah. you know, because, like, right now I'm just like, why are there these humongous goons following him? Yeah, huge dudes. Nobody can figure it out. Like, like, do, do we get that backstory in the comics? Like how Negan came to power? Um, not really, but Negan in the comic book is probably my favorite character, uh, which he, I think is a Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I think he's actually doing a pretty good job because Negan's not really like frightening big. His, his scariness is in his charisma. Right. Yeah. And his like, like psycho tendencies kind of thing. Right. Like unpredictable. It's like, is he going to hit me in the face? Is he going to offer me a drink? What is going to happen next? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, when he's like Lucille's thirsty, what was that last episode? Right. And he's like, I'm going to go get a drink. Right. Like you don't really kind of know. Yeah. Where, but that's if, he, if he goes this long without actually hitting anybody and just threatening people like he's making empty threats. Now, I, I will say, speaking of Lucille, let's talk about her for a sec. Love her. I thought it was kind of interesting <laughs> to have Rick carry her around the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of fucked up. Well, it was like that's, go get my knife. Wasn't wasn't didn't what isn't that what he did in the first episode? Yeah, or He's, go get my hatchet or whatever. Yeah, yeah the hatchet. Dribbled. I think it's just turning him into a servant, like you know, giving him this meaningless task, but having him do it to show, you know. He's he's just it's just breaking Rick's uh, spirit. I will say, Jermaine did text me halfway through this episode and said, "This is just Rick getting castrated for an hour and a half," and I think that sums up this episode perfectly. Uh, just way too long. Um, well, I think yeah. he said that at the end, right? He's like, "This is me sliding my dick down your throat." Saying, <laughs> spoiler you alert! Oh, spo- <laughs> oops! <laughs> we will this whole spoil- thing is a spoiler. This whole thing is a spoiler. No, I, I contend that there are people who listen to this podcast and our other podcast to hear the story as it unfolds for the I first really time. I really hope not. <laughs> I hope they just want color commentary. Yeah, they're getting it. <laughs> All right, well, let's launch right in. Um, I'm just uh, One more thing. Oh, At ahead. this point, I just want to go back to the kingdom and never leave, and I never want to go back to fucking Alexandria again. Uh, why? Is it just depressing? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I wish that they could just leave in general. Like you have the whole United States is empty as fuck, but you have to stay in D.C. because like, right. I don't know why. Besides Daryl being stuck there, that's really that's really where he's got him by the balls, because I would just be like, all right, there's probably other neighborhoods in you know, the whole U.S. Yeah, he should just throw up the deuces. It seems like there's some sort of compound like every few feet. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's another Alexander a Terminus or something else you could probably take over. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's a good point. Uh, do they just keep going north? Because it seems like they're on the Appalachian Trail. Seems like they started in Georgia and they're going to end up in Maine. Yeah, I, well, actually, Doug, you would know. I believe you did the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> I did part of it, uh, but <laughs> I, I got off in Virginia and said, "This is dumb." <laughs> just walking, and then never, and then never left. <laughs> never left. And, as they stood in the Burger King parking lot. Uh, but yeah, uh, so T Dog, do they go, keep continue going north? Um. Okay, so that's a spoil. That's kind of a spoiler. Of what's to come? No, they're there. They're still there. No. Oh, okay, you can just say they're still there, and we don't have to get into the details. Yeah. No. Definitely. I was always thinking it was like it was like watching The Simpsons. You're like, where where is Springfield? Yeah, like, but yeah, they're definitely I would love to see, like the White House empty as can be. That would be kind of cool if they like broke into that. It's got like no windows and stuff. That'd be like it, 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 they are in DC though. Well, the name yeah. of the town is Alexandria, and I don't know if they mean Alexandria, Virginia, because or if Alexandria is just the name of the you know the is, is suburban complex name? that they live. They just live the in. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just the neighborhood, like like the Oaks, something similar. Right, but weren't yeah. they head? Wasn't the last thing were like they were heading to DC? First on Eugene's like prodding, but then when they found out it was bullshit, they're like, "Hey, let's go to DC anyway." Isn't that the yeah, the gist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. All right. Well. Uh, all right. Let's yeah, jump. And it's, go ahead. Let's roll. No, T, oh, never mind. T, T dog. T bone. T dog. Well, I was gonna say that. Uh, so, just to be the comic book nerd, what happened to Glenn was issue one hundred. It was like the biggest thing. So they're on issue one sixty now. So they've been there for quite some time. So they're still in that range. So look forward to that for the next five seasons. Uh, sounds like I didn't good. understand. I didn't understand a word you just said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was all nerd comic book talk. We don't understand that shit. <laughs> I don't get yeah. Uh, good. All good fun. Anyway. Yeah. Let's jump right in. So, uh, Michonne wakes up and retrieves a hidden rifle from the chimney. I guess Santa left it there. Um, Rick sees this and does nothing as she leaves the house and goes to a field to sit on a car. Nothing much. Yeah, first, right. Uh, she gave him some pretty good stink eye in the back of his head. Oh, that was <laughs> good. Like, I fucking hate you. A little bit. She's she's hi- she's hiding a uh, uh, armory. Yep. In the, you know, why did she do it in the fireplace? I wrote that exact same thing. Did Santa bring a fucking sniper rifle for Christmas? <laughs> Doesn't make any like. There's no better place to hide it in this. Somebody's been good this year. <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't very hidden. She just reached in and grabbed it. Yeah, <laughs> pulled out a sniper. <laughs> is it taped up there? Like, how was it even <laughs> up there? Hey, why don't you stick your hand up a chimney and just see? You can find shit. I'll oh. be back. <laughs> I'll be back. All right, and then no, I, th- I think the the big takeaway is Rick. I think deep down, like I think he was thinking Michonne's going to go out and shoot Negan or something when he shows up, and he didn't stop her. So I think that was. Uh, well, and I think a little there was there, Rick's losing trust from yeah. others, right? So I mean, I think that was the big thing. She's hiding things, and people are going to start going around his back because they don't trust him anymore. And like, he's, oh, Michonne, he's got to feel impotent as well, right? For like he didn't want to stop her. He's like he knows this is wrong, but he's just like ah, fuck it. You know, yeah. an old Rick would probably say something if he really didn't want her to take a gun and leave behind his back. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, it would, it, yeah, it would have been the old Rick, like, come on, it would have been this whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do this. Laurel! <laughs> Laurel. <laughs> what's, what's Glenn's favorite restaurant? <laughs> Popeyes. 
Okay, oh. moving on. Saturday Night Live Dave Chappelle skit of Negan. Oh, yeah, I didn't see great. that. Let's give it, get the recap. I heard he... No, it was funny. Yeah, it was good. So he basically played uh, Negan uh, w- destroying yeah, the characters all, that he Talking to, to old Chappelle characters. Yeah, oh. talking to old... Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Who did he kill? The, the crackhead guy. Yeah. The crackhead uh, Chappelle guy. Oh, yeah. Tyrone, I think. Tyrone. Uh, okay. But he just picked up his head and ran away. <laughs> all right all right so uh rosita and rando number two um approach the gate and i guess they're gonna go scavenge uh for the negan pickup that's impending and eugene is at the gate and he's really down in the dump still i mean he just can't get over it what up is rando number two the lady and the guy who like ran alexandra is that their kid i think yes. so I think, right? I, yeah yeah i think it's that's her son yeah I forget. I, I honestly don't know his name. Though. His name is Spencer. I didn't learn it until the the second watch through. Uh, we're gonna still refer to him as Rando Number Two. I was I was referring to him as good looking tall guy. There you go. Yeah. Number two, five, whatever. Um. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Negan shows up. I guess outside the gates early. They were expecting him in a week. Uh. But he's there with all his boys and Daryl. Um. Rick li- reluctantly lets him in. Uh. Uh, Negan illustrates that he's providing a service, quote unquote, to the group um, by killing a walker that uh, walks up, <laughs> kind of like he's, you know, like the protection racket from local gangs, you know, where they would say, "We're keeping you safe," and they extort money from you. Um, really, they're just keeping yeah, you safe he, from them. Right. It's, it's clearly just being a smartass, like you know, right. because there's just one, and there's a hundred guys around him. Like, I think that's why. I don't know. That's that Negan charm. That's really. Kind of that smart ass. I think that's hilarious. Um, and I think he does that a lot of times throughout. And I think it's just kind of funny that, you know, sarcasm to the max is great right. in a time that's so tense. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the he does a couple more lines like that. But I think some are better than others. Um, but at times it's just it's like tiresome. I think I think it's just too much of it. Um, but that's just me. Uh, but this is just the beginning of it. Yeah, we got yeah. a whole 90 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's the problem. They should have cut away to something else. We didn't have to get. We didn't have to spend the entire time at Alexandria. Uh, I hate it when they spend all episode in one place, in one location, and it just gets tiresome. Anyway, so he kills the zombie, and then uh, he has Rick hold Lucille, and he strolls in whistling. And at this point, I, I thought I wrote down Rick should bash his head in right now and say lock the gates and. <laughs> And uh, I, I episode really over. Think, it's great. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know they they can't do it because of the story, but uh, and I'll ask. I guess everybody this in uh, T Dog. Uh, it seems like there's no line of secession or command uh, infrastructure here. It seems like it's just the Negan show. So if you kill Negan, the whole thing's gonna fall apart. Sure, those guys out the gates are gonna try to get in, and you're gonna have to shoot them all. But you have an armory. Fuck it. You'd end it right there. I mean. Uh, See, I think what's got him by the balls is Daryl, though. So you kill Negan, and Daryl's probably get, his guts are going to spew out in front of them all. So I wonder, like, what's the pros and cons? Do you negotiate with terrorists, kind of thing? Like they have him captive. Well, here's are the they- thing: is you take Negan captive instead of you yes. bashing his heads in. You take that. You, you say lock the gates. You take Lucille. You hammer his shins. If he pulls out a gun or something, yeah, that's a small price to pay for killing or capturing Negan and ending it all. Uh, but you know, once again, that's not going to happen. It's all. Fairy tales because we're going to stretch this out for 90 minutes. 
not a whole season. Well, and, and, and it's going to it's going to be stretched out the whole season because I, I feel like like watching this episode, I almost I started to get kind of reminiscent of Ramsey in Game of Thrones. Right. Because you're just like, all right. Yeah, there's this there, like this guy's going to die, but it's going to take a long, long time. Yeah. And it's just like I think I don't know if it was you or Ramsey. Yeah, RIP, rest in peace. All right, uh, I, I don't know if it was you or um, Jermaine who said uh, it's just him being an asshole again. Like, it's just 90, 90 minutes of reforcing something we already know. And I think that's what's so tiresome about this episode to me. Well, this is where it started. And it was like, all right, you know, first off, we can't gloss over that Eugene, I think, was working on an N64 and a radio combination <laughs> or something. The yeah. radio, he was making a radio. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering what that would turn out to be. Probably awesome. Well, we know what it's going to be. I, I, this is I, I, unless it's an audio t- device that will bring joy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably like you know a trucker radio, and he's going to be instrumental with the uprising that's going to. And T Dog, keep your mouth shut here. But I think it's going to be instrumental in gathering the other uh, cities or other groups like Hilltop and communicating. And I think um, you know Gene's going to be a big part of that. Yep, and there's a and I won't jump to the end, but there's a part in the end that kind of makes like Eugene's obviously going to play a bigger part, right? Spoilers. But, oh, the whole thing, but cool. but the, the this scene was good because it was setting up Negan, you know, his knocking on the door, the yeah. pigs let me in, and uh, yeah. just being a you know, first he's like, "Don't make me ask twice," yeah. you know. I enjoyed Which, the end or the beginning of the episode with Negan and the end of the episode with Negan. I think it was just all the stuff in the middle where we just kept getting more of the same shit. More of him talking a lot of noise and threatening people. And I feel like he should have, I feel like somebody should have died or gotten an arm cut off or something to relieve the tension. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the ultimate power move of hold, hold my stick while I walk around yeah. and follow me. So, hold the device. I it was a good opening scene. Good opening yeah. scene to set it up. It was, it was annoying when uh, Spencer was like, oh, who are you? Ooh, like, how do you <laughs> know who he is? That was, that was, so, I, I wrote that down that that was the most annoying line. And yeah, it was, he it, didn't find it funny either. It was just a, like a, I, I was thinking, I was like, was that a bad joke? Like, did he try to make a joke? I, Rick didn't tell anybody what happened. He's like, no, nothing happened, guys. It's cool. Like, hey, hey, who are you? It was almost like a very soap opera. Like, it just it was like overacted and weird. And yeah, no this sense. guy seems like a waste. And once again, like, I don't want to know his name because he sucks. John Brando, too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that what his name is? Is that what he said? Yes. Brando, too. Uh, but uh, let's say I think it's the credits and then um, he intimidates everybody else, including uh, Rosita. And then his men go disperse and uh, survey the entire town. And Rick's like, I thought we agreed that we'd just give you half and you'd be on your way. And of course, he's like, I say what what half is. So he has to check it out for himself. Uh, and they introduce us to a new character, a rat. Uh, and she's a tough girl that has a gun and she yells and all these big burly dudes do her will. Uh, so the, I guess they're setting her up as another like Negan Lieutenant, like, uh, the Johnny Knoxville character with a mustache from earlier in the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that is the first woman though we've seen walk around in his yeah, and, and, and I don't know where she came, came from because what, what, who, what's the burn face guy's name? I forgot. I for Dwight. D white. Somewhere oh, Dwight. old Some Ironsides. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I thought he was like, yeah. So I don't know where this this lady came from all of a sudden, but she was definitely like his number one during this whole like invasion. Yeah, uh, I think they're setting her up to be some kind of character that's going to be, unfortunately, more involved later. Um, so I don't know. Uh, Negan asks 
Rick to show him around, all while he's holding Lucille. Uh, we cut later uh, Dwight, uh, Old Ironsides, or the Hound, as I'm calling him, uh, <laughs> steals some stuff for himself and uh, tells Rosita and Rando to go retrieve Daryl's motorcycle instead of whatever the fuck they were going to do instead. Um, I think he's still in his transition um, into Daryl. <laughs> and I guess getting the bike is his next step. It's like going under the knife. Um, you know, he's, he had the starter kit and now he's going full <laughs> Daryl. Yeah, I mean, the the level he tries to be a dick in this episode is it's almost comical how much of an asshole he is. Because back at Negan's camp, he's whatever he pushes Daryl around, but he's clearly subservient there. Yeah, and, and then, here he shows up. He's like, "Hey, you go get me a motorcycle. You get me a jacket. Give me your hat, and I'm gonna take your water and throw it." And he, like he's just—it's <laughs> embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And he picks on a girl. You know, picks on a girl, Rosita. Just it's like, like he's interviewing for Negan, you know, he's like trying to impress Negan. <laughs> yeah. Did he see me? Did he see me do that one? But is that like I'm wearing Daryl's stuff and I'm acting like a dick. Did I make it? Do <laughs> <laughs> <See what> I did? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wrote down too. Uh, in general, he was being an asshole and kind of removing any goodwill he'd built up or sympathy he was built up from last week's episode. Well, that's what I was trying to think now. Do we, like, is that all for, for show? Like, yeah. It, it, He's obviously, is he like a good-hearted guy? I think that's the way they're setting him up. I feel like he's going to turn coat at some point, but uh, yeah. they had to reel it back, I guess, after last week's episode. Yeah. All I really wanted him to do was go take me to your sandwich condiments and just start like stealing pickles <laughs> and mustard and shit. <laughs> and he's like, he's like a real dick about it. Holy shit, is that a George no. Foreman? <laughs> yeah. Panini. You, you have two kinds of bread? Give me that shit. <laughs> All right, uh, Michonne, we go back to her. She's practicing shooting uh, when a zombie shows up or a walker, and uh, she acts like she's never used a gun before. First of all, she's using a sniper <laughs> rifle. She's not even bracing. It has like a, a by, uh, you know, whatever, a by stand, you know, like those little stands at the end of the barrel to, you know, if you place yeah. it on a, a, yeah. a, a level surface, it's going to be steady as fuck. But she's trying to like, I don't know, no scope fools like it's Halo or something. Anyway, she sucks. She just absolutely sucks, and she just gives up when the you know zombies at her feet and cuts his face off with her sword. Um, yeah. What do you? Th- I mean, obviously, it's she's preparing for like a yeah. a JFK assassination yeah. attempt on Negan, right? Yeah, I think it's, I, I think that yeah, that was a little like a foreshadowing. She's pra- practicing on her rusty hood of meditation. There's yeah. this random cars in the middle of a field, nothing around. I thought she was gonna like sit and meditate. Instead, she just takes awful shots. At How far away thing. is she that they can't hear? Her? That's uh, a good point, of- man. Yeah, that, I always think that when they shoot a gun, I'm like, D- don't, don't you guys like not want to do that? Yeah, because the world has been so quiet. There's not a thing. There's literally not a sound to be made other than that bullet. A good shot. No, she did not. Let's guys, let's not forget not to jump ahead. She did hit a deer accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Which is so annoying. That <laughs> ain't a deer. But I mean, yeah, come on. You'd have I'll to, get to that. I got something to say about that when we get there. I feel like you'd have to like uh, jog a half marathon to get far enough away for the report <laughs> of a... I'm, I'm being serious. And what yeah. is... I mean, everybody should have a job. Like, they have to survive. So, like, it's just like, oh, I'm taking a day off to go walk in the woods. All right, see ya. I don't know. Yeah, later. Deuces. All right. <laughs> Uh, so on her trip home, she learns that she did kill a deer, um, I guess, by one of her stray bullets. And I guess she feels bad. She looks at it for a while, 
And I'm like, okay, what's happening? What am I supposed to be feeling here? Cause it's not working. Well, yeah, I was, as, I was like, awesome. That you, like, That's you have fresh meat. <laughs> yeah. You have fresh meat to cook. Like what's the problem? I'd have been like, yes. Yeah. But like, he was upset. I, I think this is a, Animals in this show are just like Game of Thrones. Like the wolves are all really cool and they show them for like two seconds because they just either can't afford them or can't work with it. The only animals that have been in this damn show are either are just dead on the ground or get killed within two seconds. Yeah. And don't the, it, aren't the knights running around on horses? So that's something. Yeah. They are. yeah I didn't think about the, the food actually. So that was actually a good point. Like, wouldn't you be thrilled that you just caught yeah, you know, a yeah. worth of venison? Yeah, I, I don't understand her, like, unless she's thinking about, we're supposed to think she's thinking about innocence, the innocence of a deer or something stupid. I don't I don't get it. It's, maybe it's just an innocent, like, was killed and her trying to do something. Yeah, now, maybe, oh, uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe if she, maybe she's internalizing if she fails to kill Negan, more than likely somebody else will die because of her actions. Oh, that's deep. That is deep, that's, but I didn't catch that welcome. on the first watch. That's deep. Now, uh, I have a question for T-Dog. What's the backstory of the deer? <laughs> <laughs> Was the deer in the comic? <laughs> the deer has a rich background in the comic book. I mean, really an active character. Um, we'll no, not at all. I don't know about this white-tailed deer in the middle of the woods, and how lucky did she get that she just caught it randomly? Um... Pretty incredible, really. I'd fucking follow this deer around for an hour and a half and watch this episode. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a slight tangent, but I've been dying to ask anybody about it. So what? what's the deal with the wolves? The wolves showed up for a second, and then they weren't seen from again. What's the role of the wolves in the uh, comic, and what's their deal? Because I confused Negan's group with the wolves all last season. Um, was it the wolves the one who put the the sign on their head? Yep, they put yeah. the sign on the head and they go around killing everybody indiscriminately, like except for each other. It didn't make any yeah, sense. They went straight savage. Like, I, I don't think we've seen them like fully yet, though, right? I, I don't know. I'm asking. That's why I'm asking T Dog. Yeah, I don't remember them in the comics at all. To be honest with you, oh, um, no, I don't think. I think that there's, a, um, which I know I'm worthless for there, but they weren't. I don't think they're in the comics. Worthless. I, I know. <laughs> I think it was. I think they combined some different things to make that group in the show. Okay. Uh, well, that actually brings up something I was going to say um, earlier on. That like, there's so many things that are different in the comics, but this this whole scene and even Negan's dialogue is almost verbatim what he says in the comics. Like literally everything. Little pig. Uh, when he says freaky deaky in the next the next scene, no spoilers there. Like everything is almost exactly what he said. So this is one of the rare occasions. Where they're spot on, and probably a lot of the comic book people were super happy. Yeah, a lot of stuff they could have left on the cutting room floor, though. Come on, <laughs> not ninety minutes worth of it. No. Well, I wonder though, with the ninety minutes, like I wonder. So they were definitely setting us up to like, oh, Negan sucks, all this thing. Like, I wonder if that means that they're going to try to have this climax this season, opposed to dragging it out because they made it so long in one episode, opposed to taking it multiple episodes. I I just don't know. I have no idea what they're thinking here. Just. I can't think of why this makes sense to make this episode this long, unless it's a fake out. But that's a risky fake out because you might people might not watch next episode. Well, think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think they just wanted people to feel uncomfortable. Like you're just, you're sitting there like waiting for Negan to do something, and like time goes on, like you're just uncomfortable the entire time waiting for something to happen. It worked. So, you yeah, it, it worked, but it wasn't like, enjoyable. Like uh, like for some reason, I felt disgusted and sick to my stomach, and I was on the edge of my seat the first episode 
But I right. kind of enjoyed that in a fucked up way. You know what I mean? Or it was like more engaging than this was. This I kind of felt oh. bored. I, I will say, like, I, I spent a lot of time, I think, this episode trying to figure Negan out just in general. Like, all right, like, does he have like, yeah, he's like he's kind of psycho and he says fucked up shit. But like he could have hurt people and he could have killed yeah. people a ton, ton of times and never did. Yep. That's why I think he's so, not so scary, because like he's threatening all these people. But if you play by his rules, uh, even though his rules are fucked up and he changes them, if you just go along right. with it. You, you know, you're going to be humiliated, but you're not going to be killed. Um, right, right. And that to me is not scary. Things with rules are not scary. Chaos is scary. Unknown is scary. And, uh, you know, yeah, we're starting to learn uh, more about Negan and it's taking some of the shine off. Uh, but we already said that. So let's move you on. Know, oh, okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know. I don't know about Negan's good intent. I think that he's keeping them alive because literally they're producing food for him. So like you, you know, you can't beat them down. You have to beat them down to like this, this certain point so that they keep producing opposed to just totally being, you know, wiped out entirely. So that's why he killed just two of them and not wiping out the entire, so he didn't kill Rick, right? If you kill a leader, they're not going to follow. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, he's, he's very like, like business, like, right. He's he's a a good people manager. He understands more people (laughs) out there, gives them more stuff. So leadership skills i did i did say that last episode i was like i wonder what it's like what are the benefits what's the healthcare like working for negan and we saw a little bit of that um there's obviously the the, those big dudes are obviously they're happy in in some way getting sandwiches something's working yep there's a pussy bar i guess (laughs) yeah it's happy hour occasionally it is happy hour (laughs) all right so uh negan gets to view rick's interview tape uh, and I guess this is only in there to show how much Rick has changed, how, you know, and he even says, look at this guy, look at this badass. I would not want to mess with him, but this guy, and he points it back <laughs> showing that Rick's, you know, a cow. This guy's a pussy. Right. Um, look at, look at the man bush on this guy. <laughs> right. Man bush. Uh, he does ask after Glenn's wife, uh, what's her name? Maggie. 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 That's it. Um, and you know he talks about wanting to get with the get with her because she's now a widow, a wid- uh, yeah, a widow, and makes real Rick really pissed. And he starts considering to use Lucille, and then he thinks twice about it. He starts gripping it really tight. Uh, and I want to say I think this is I think this is proving Jermaine right. Not only it, this is his creepy character flaw. It's definitely the women, and I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know if he's just, is this just trying to make Rick feel uncomfortable or do you think that this is his creepy thing? I think that's his creepy thing because he took Dwight's wife, right? Right. So, yeah, I think, I think there's, I don't know. I think he wants like a harem of women. Like he thinks he's a king, you know? Yep. Yeah. I think we'll see that later on, but his thing is definitely because he was, he was all eyeballing Rosita when he got there and he's like, Hey, where's that? Where's the lit? Where's the lady of the guy I killed? I want to, I want to hook up with her. And he's like that. In the, he's like that in the comics. He has like a hundred wives, and he's like, "That's what he always, it is." He always talks about giving them the wood, and it's. Uh, <laughs> See now, I like him again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was my biggest question mark. Was like, okay, does he have several wives? I imagine, and uh, T Dog just confirmed it. Great. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, let's move on. So thanks for ruining it. Yeah, no, thanks there was for- one part in this in this little scene that I wrote down. Uh, 
where um, Gabriel comes out of nowhere. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that was awesome. Creepy as awesome. shit. <laughs> yeah, he shows up out of nowhere, and yeah, <laughs> Negan reacts to him like a like a He's like all, smi- all smiling and shit. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot that was smile. his scene. That was great. Yeah, like whoa, great. what the fuck? Uh, but that was a clutch move on on Gabriel's part yep. coming up with the. He said the that Maggie is awesome. dead, and they lead him over to a grave, which I guess Gabriel becomes clear that he staged the whole thing. Um, so that's pretty cool, and the whole scene is interrupted by a gunshot. Uh, yeah. Anything and this is where about? I was ho- like, I, I, uh, the look on Negan's face when the gunshot went yep. off was one of the one of the only few good parts of this show because it was like, all right, now now shit's gonna get real, right? Because he, 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 he was like, pissed. Yep. It, uh, he, I, I feel like he he's done that a couple times throughout, where like automatically it goes from the charisma to stone cold son of a bitch, and it's like yep. I, I don't know. I got scared a couple times, and that was a perfect example of that where he really intimidated me with uh with that like immediate stop and yeah. all of a sudden it's like Flipping whoa the switch and just looking at rick like he's he's like you piece it like just just the hate he's just like what the fuck did you do he's like I, yep. this does not please me um so i agree that was that was well done i think that that goes to uh props to the actor uh thomas christian anderson or um <laughs> james earl jones what uh what's his name Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Dean Morgan. I forget. Him. All right, so we find out what the shot was, and it's Carl, the fucking idiot. <laughs> oh idiot my god! Does everybody want Carl dead? No, Carl. Carl. How is he still alive? It's so fucking annoying <laughs> that they keep this. This stubbornness is so annoying. You just saw your friend's yeah. head get bashed in. Why are you guys? causing any kind of problem whatsoever? And Rick, it, it, it just doesn't. His like bad. Ass- persona this yeah. like oh, you said you were gonna take half like look at you dude you can't say that you find out oh, how dangerous so... we are it was embarrassing and and the actor isn't that good like no offense if you're listening because I know <laughs> we have dozens <laughs> of listeners but the acting is terrible the worst thing the even more terrible thing is his fucking hair that <laughs> hair gets worse and worse Cut every goddamn shit. season <laughs> Give us a little I, think, I think he watches Daryl and he sees how much women love Daryl and he's like, I want to be little Daryl. So I'm going to get long, greasy hair too, but it just fucking <laughs> is awful. That's what Dwight's doing. Uh, That's true. Can we get T Dog? Give us some backstory on Carl in the comics. Is he as much of. I, I, I heard from other comic book people that he becomes almost You're a hurt. psycho. Uh, yeah, he gets a little strange. So um, it's actually kind of cool. Uh, he he! I hope they do it, and I think they will. But he does some pretty cool. This like next, it should be in the next couple episodes. Great. So I definitely don't want to spoil it. But Thank he you. gets uh he does something cool. Cool. Uh, but does he act? He's not this oh, he annoying. Also is he? In the comic books. What? He also gets laid in the comic books. Oh, sweet! By that oh, one chick shit. with the balloons. Well, I guess I mean he he is a teenager. <laughs> like, how how cool do we expect him to be? Not very. Like he's just a kid, but but yeah, it's annoying that like he's pointing a gun in this dude's face. Like he he should have died in last night's episode. It's the tough guy thing that's just driving yeah. me fucking nuts. He's yeah. He should have just capped him if he really wanted to. How, how has his statement. dad not had the like talk with him saying, "Son, you know, normally I I bite somebody's you know neck with my own teeth and kill them with my own <laughs> bare hands for you, but we can't do that this time. You've got to kind of play by the rules, okay? You got me. Let's just have that yeah. little conversation. It seems like Carl doesn't get it, and like 
you can see Rick's just like, you fucking idiot. Um, and it's knowing that we're all saying that it just doesn't make sense. Well, I, Even in Carl's I, character, he isn't this dumb all the time. It just seems like they made him, uh, stupid on purpose. I don't know. Or, or, or he just has this sense of like, it's going to like, we'll be okay. Like I'll start, like he's got this survival, like mentality, like he will always survive. And, like optimism. He just, he's got, yeah, he's got this optimism, like these, uh, this d- delusion of Granger that he's always going to end up okay. But I, you know, maybe it just adds to uh, Negan's scene. There's still fight in this group, so he's just going to continually. Well, beat and on that's them what like happens. This. So let's get through the scene. He, uh, so yeah. Carl's waving the gun around because Davy, uh, my new favorite savior, uh, is taking whatever he wants, and it wasn't half. And Negan diffuses the situations with more threats. Uh, basically, Carl eventually gives up the gun. Uh, but because of this fuck up, Negan decides that they have too many guns and he's decided to take them all, not just half. So way to go, Carl. You fucked it up. You and Daryl yeah. have fucked things up pretty good. <laughs> um, it's so annoying. Anywho, I can go on forever about that. Sorry. Yeah, They're just so annoying that they keep being so stubborn. You have seen what he can do. Right. Why are they doing that still? And, and rant. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and once again, like. I can understand if they're like trying to meet in public and talking about resisting. Uh, but like even car, like just to be so blatant about it, it's just dumb. Um, yeah, I can't get over it. Yeah. We could go on all day about how dumb this is, but let's move on. Uh, right. so they show up at Olivia's garage where the pantry and the armory is Negan, uh, gets a dig on her saying you got a fat woman in charge of food and it's all very <laughs> hilarious. Um, but uh, oh, am I supposed to laugh at that? <laughs> Negan said he's gonna let them all ke- keep all the food, even though he's gonna take all the guns. And Negan expects a thank you from Rick, which he doesn't get. I wrote down a line from this scene, and I forget what it was referring to, but it was Little Timmy and the Dick Brigade. And I forget <laughs> why he said that. no, that wasn't this scene. That's when they uh start loading, it's in the next scene. So let's move on because I, I don't think there's anything here. Uh, well, no, no, no. It's 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 two scenes uh, in the future, but we'll get there. Oh, uh, sorry. That's fine. Uh, so Rosita and Rando are out trying to get Daryl's bike, and they refer to, they return to the railroad tracks from last season when uh, that that chick uh, who was the doctor got killed. Yeah, got her got the the arrow in the eye. Right, and yep. Rando number two is just going off about how he's questioning Rick's leadership, and Rosita disappears off into the woods. Um. And they, you know, lo- he loads up the bike. Uh, we'll get back to it. So hold your horses yeah, for that's a minute. Actually I'll, quick, I'll save my anger. <laughs> Go ahead, T Dog. Oh, I was gonna say that's actually how Abraham died in the comic books. Not, uh, not Doctor Chick. Abraham yeah. got the the old uh, arrow through the eyeball. Oh, by Tim Boy, oh, wait, uh, the Dick Boys, or <laughs> by the Dick Boys, Timmy, little Timmy and the Dick no, Boys. The, they weren't the, the Dick, Dick boys. boys. The Dick Boys were the guys on the motorcycle that uh, Daryl blew apart. Um, but oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which was which was hilarious. I was waiting for that uh, goddamn uh, rocket launcher to come into play again in in last season's finale, but never did. Uh, but going back, so uh, I'm just saying that uh, Rosita goes off into the woods and they load up his bike. Not much to talk about here. Uh oh, I think we lost. We lost it on JT. Uh, yes. No. We will add him back. Everybody stay calm. Hey, while we're waiting for John, I realize this is the episode or the scene also where Eugene bought bit Dwight's dick. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. After after that that doctor chick got shot in the head. And that also goes back to when Negan was making fun of him. It's like when he got offered him the pussy happy hour, and he's like, "No." He's like, "Oh, you still you're not okay down there or whatever." Because he got his old dick bit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. I for, I didn't put. I knew that Eugene bit somebody's dick. I just didn't put it together. That it was uh, Dwight. Yeah, I uh, forgot. the dick bite was just classic Eugene. Like I can't think of any <laughs> other way that Eugene could fight back. <laughs> dick, dick jump. Dick bite. My computer crashed. Says Tarsi. All right. Uh, reboot. We will. Um. We will wait. Not very long, though. Oh, so, so what else is up? Oh. Hey, oh. sorry. There we go. Okay. Uh, I can't believe the an worst. Apple computer crashed. That's awful. Uh, it's an HP. Yeah, that's what I fucking figured, you cheap motherfucker. All right, now the what? The why? Something happened. I don't know. Well, what happened? I didn't touch anything. All right, so let's let's. I saw the, the spam you got on there from yeah, the porn probably the the ads for extends. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, we go back to Alexandria Negan's overseeing the pilfering of the armory, and a rat uh, gets Olivia and reports that there's two guns short. Um, uh, but yeah, while they're loading in guns, <laughs> Negan uh, marvels at the rocket launcher or the uh, whatever it was rocket propelled grenade. Uh, launcher thing that uh, they have. It's like, holy shit, then you guys took out what was it, T-Dog? Oh, little Timmy and the Dick Brigade! <laughs> Dick Brigade! Uh, I don't remember much about them besides uh, they got blown up by um, Daryl and Abraham. That was like our first introduction to Negan. I remember that was like yep. during the mid-season finale I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. It was the first mention of half, like we want half your stuff. That was the first time that was said. Yeah, and he was like, "What?" They were like, "We are Negan." It was when they were just weird cult. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you have like no idea what the hell's going on. It didn't make much sense, but the the fact that they were able to destroy like ten dudes in one fell swoop was like, okay, well, uh, that I guess that made me feel like, okay, this whole Negan thing isn't a big deal, and that's what uh, obviously Rick felt uh, to begin with. And I think well, what's what's kind of funny to I me, mean, it goes towards you know Negan's uh, charisma, but. Like his people are so expendable and it's so weird that they don't kind of notice it. Like, like little Timmy in the dick brigade is just a guy in the past. The (laughs) guys that they killed at that, you know, direct TV, big, uh, antenna, whatever that was, it was just whatever. They'll kill one person. Like it's so expendable. I just, that that would hurt my feelings. I think you would think if you're a Lieutenant go, I knew three of those dudes that they stabbed in their sleep. You know, and Negan's like, I don't care. They're working for me. Well, yeah. it, it, well, and Negan's just, meanwhile, he's just like amassing more of an army, you know, like. But that's that's <laughs> slow going. If they're amassing an army by like turning people like they're doing with Daryl, uh, it seems like, like a lot slow, of work. Slow torture. Yeah, like, slow yeah, torture. Yeah. yeah. It seems to be, um, I, I, I'd like to go back to what T-Dog said and find out how Negan rose to power. I don't think we'll get it, but man, that'd be an awesome like flashback episode if we saw Negan's origin story like if he was like a you know I don't know middle school teacher teaching English or something it's gonna be the third spinoff series yeah (laughs) Jesus every episode does anybody every trailer I see for Fear the Walking Dead I'm just like oh god this looks really bad I've watched them all (laughs) of course you have Johnny T 
<laughs> oh man, it looks terrible. I tried to watch the first couple episodes of the first season, and I was like, okay, I can't. Yeah, it's it. All, it, it, honestly, it's 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 all it's like overly saturated now. That's all the same shit. Like it happened so quick. The whole event happened in the first six episodes of the that that first season. Like they were already yeah. walkers yep. taking down army forts. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, all right, then. Yep. Right. So, and, I mean, I, and at least in this story, they avoided all that by having Rick in a coma, which is you know, it's a great storytelling device. So. We got I do want to point out just uh, they they have a lot of guns. There's a lot of stuff in oh that gosh. thing, and to be to be so ill prepared to like not have people watching the gate, to not have people everybody armed. Like what what the hell are they doing? They living are they living in a paradise? Because I think there's a whole bunch of murder people outside and zombies. Right, and once again, I guess like I said, uh, not wanting to get Daryl killed is one thing, but I gotta say I would have Daryl killed. <laughs> instead of living under yeah. this. Daryl no. would take one for the team if it was my rule. Right. I'd be like, Daryl, sorry, man. And maybe uh, maybe shoot him as like a mercy killing before you fire on all of Negan's other dudes. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, don't know I, actually, I have a question. I have a question for the group. If you were Rick, what wouldn't you like what I like? I would do what Rick's doing. I would like of make course. him think, make him think that I'm just I'm a, I'm a whip dog. And then, like, just but bite your time. Like, what would you guys do that same thing, or would you like do something else? I just, just had a random question. Yeah, like, I would definitely hold off. Yeah, I would uh, wait I, for the opportune time. I think I would plan, but if an opportunity presented itself, I think I would take it. Okay, and we'll talk more about that at the end. Right. Right. Uh, any Jermaine? Would you do something different? Would you? I'd start murdering right away. <laughs> I got the bat in my hand. He's by himself. I would invite Negan it. in and cut off my own hand right in front of his face. Yeah, be like, I'm hardcore, bitch. And then while and he's then freaking out, going, what's going on? I'd have somebody else just shoot him in the shoot him from behind or something. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I'd probably cry like a little boy. We've we've talked about this. I'd probably commit suicide. I can't handle this shit. <laughs> anyway, so I joined the day. Can't beat him. Join him, man. Yeah, they it's look true. Like big crowd. Listen, I mean, yeah. you got sandwiches. I do. Motorcycles. I would be like Dwight and be like, here's my wife. Here you go, dude. <laughs> the iron. Oh, you want to get the left side or my right side? I really don't care. I mean, if that's what you want, that's, that's yep. cool. Yep. Burn it up. Burn it up here. You can have her. Let's mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll see you for breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a pretty fun guy to hang out with. If you're on his good side, like he cracks some jokes. Like I think him and I'd get along. <laughs> He's a little, a little too frat guy. I think. Yeah. With all these stupid jokes and sexual innuendo, it's kind of annoying. Well, I, say, I think what it is is when it's good, it's good. Yeah. When you're with him and it's good, that's why you 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 follow it because things are good. I wrote Pledge Master Negan down here <laughs> that he would be <laughs> he'd be great. He'd be great in a fraternity. Absolutely. <laughs> All of them are pledges. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so yeah. Last week, y'all. So uh, a a rat. Uh, brings Olivia saying that the scroll says, or whatever, the composition a book. Scroll? What are we in Game of Thrones? <laughs> I don't know. Who keeps track a of notebook? shit? <laughs> Man, we're like, we're Listen, like, we're like, we're like fifteen minutes into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna pick up the pace. But Jermaine, I, I don't know what people used to do before computers and and iPhones. Uh, you know, I'd make a note on my iPhone if I needed to make a list uh, or a spreadsheet in Excel. Uh, but Olivia, I guess, has a composition notebook. And his writing's down. Forgot you're a millennial. Yeah. 
Uh, I am a millennial. Um, but uh, Negan obviously isn't pleased and threatens to kill Olivia unless the guns are returned. All right, we're just going to blast. I'm going to kind of rattle off a couple of these until uh, we get to uh, a good stopping point. So Rick addresses the town in the church. Uh, Rick defenses, f- defends his actions on being obedient. Um, he calls for the guns to be returned. They ask, uh, okay, well, how the fuck are we eventually going to get out of this? And Rick's like, there's no way out. We're, this is just how it is now. Uh, Negan's in charge. Uh, would you, and then let's ask the same thing Johnny asked before, would you take this stance as well? Would you keep... Uh, uh, all right, so there's several questions. Is Rick really broken, number one? Number two, right. is he telling everybody he's broken and secretly he's planning something? Or three, yep. um, uh, if if he was planning something and not telling them, is that what you guys would have do? Would have done? Well, I think without question, I would I would make it seem like I was obedient. They have three hundred, maybe even thousands of men. I don't know. It's right. a, a scary amount. And if you were plotting and planning and you did it with a mo- with a bunch of people, not right. everyone's going to be a perfect actor in front of Negan. And right. if they if they make them, they're like, oh, well, you better watch out or like crack some stupid ass joke. Negan's going to be like, all right, you guys are plotting something. Meet Lucille. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, he has yeah. to keep quiet so that everyone's playing along without knowing that there's this subversive plan. Yeah, I mean, if, if he told people they get tortured or whatever, you could take somebody and get whatever they want out of them. So. Right. But I'm it sure seems he's like he's planning. He's he's if he. If he's just acting that he's broken, he's doing a damn good job. Right, and he's um, not even uh, letting Michonne in on it if he is planning anything. So seems like he's genuinely, I guess, cowed for now. Yeah. All right, so Rosita, uh, she went off into the woods to kill zombies, I guess for therapy, but it comes out later. She was in here, and it, this is all kind of clever, and I found we found out about this later, find out about this later. She kills, like, five dudes just to get one gun, and it becomes obvious that they returned to the. She did this on purpose because she knew that the people, the saviors that they had killed uh, during this encounter, when uh, Eugene bit Dwight's dick, uh, some of the guys would be carrying guns and they'd be walking around as zombies. So I thought that was quite clever. Really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she. Other, other than she didn't say what the hell she was doing. Right. Just she ran off. Rando number two in on it, but I guess it's. Well, well I think I, I think she's, but she's like she used to be like a little bit character. Now she's like I, I think she's just all full of like emotion and anger, right? So she's just like Absolutely. she's going for the gusto. Like, why? Why would you like like have all right, all right? Let let this dude take that motorcycle up into the van. I'm gonna go and fucking get a gun because I'm angry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but she got mad at Rando too. But she didn't even tell him what she was doing. Right. It's a double standard. <laughs> uh, Rick and crew are ransacking Rando 2's house and Rosita's house. Um, real quick, uh, real quick, Doug. I wrote I wrote down here, um, when was the last time somebody got bitten by a walker? Because I'm not intimidated by these scenes yeah. whatsoever anymore. Because no one's gotten bit anymore. since no, season no. two, I think. Yeah, and it's- I... I appreciate the, the the threat from people. I, I even said this. Uh, I've said this a couple times. I think I I appreciate how it's the scary part is how people are going to act. But you still have to have the walkers as an ever present threat. They still need to take yeah. out a few people occasionally. Or yeah, like yeah, you said, you're, you're not going to be afraid. You weren't afraid for Michonne when she was shooting it. You know, nope. in the beginning, you weren't afraid for. You're not going to be afraid for, of Negan anyway. But you weren't afraid that he'd get bit even for a second. So. 
or even, well, I know, and obviously he's a main character, but even the really cool scene in the first episode where he's like hanging on to that guy who's hanging, I'm like, okay, it's cool to see this guy's head get ripped off, but can the scene end? Because I know nothing is going to happen. Right. You knew that that's, I even said that in the review. I was like, there's no way Rick is in any real danger here. Cause that would be the dumbest thing in the world. If he survived the, the head bashing scene, uh, just to die by walkers, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. All right. Sorry for yeah, I was just confused why. Like, yeah. you know, didn't make sense. But yeah, she's she's able to kill. I guess you just need a tree and just play Ring Around the Rosies to, uh, <laughs> to kill uh, <laughs> zombies. But uh, that was more Benny Hill shit, man. That was more chasing Jesus around while the truck falls in the water. She's like, I'm just gonna run circles around this tree. I mean, I guess it worked. I mean, every time you mention that thing where they where Jesus stole the truck and the truck full of supplies ended up in the river. I like imagine like a southern twang, like like it was like a oh no, like uh, <laughs> it just seemed goofy as fuck. Like oh, it, was, it makes it me was. angry thinking about it. All right, so going back to Alexandria, Rick and crew are ransacking Rando Number Two and Rosita's houses, uh, looking for shit. Gabriel seems uber optimistic that somehow we'll get out of this. He's smiling, man. He must have found drugs. That's all I can Maybe. think of. He's uh, being yeah, a being high shit. True believer. He, he was like he used to be like the saddest one of the bunch. Now he's all fucking happy. Right. It's so it's kind of annoying, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, it's annoying. Is the scavenger hunt? I mean, are they really going to be able to find these guns? <laughs> he finds it in the weirdest spot of all time. Didn't in, look like, under a the chimney. They should have shown him doing that. Minutes long. Not I mean, before checking all the tiniest books for a, a handgun. <laughs> like maybe it's in this tiny book. No, in this tiny book. I mean, how long it took them like 10 minutes, I guess, to find this thing in the weirdest spot ever. I'm just like, this is the dumbest scavenger I've ever seen. Yeah. And once again, it just seems like they're, this just seemed like they were dragging out this scene uh, and the tension from killing Olivia. I'm like, oh, uh, that's her name. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what her name was either. Am I right? But you did get this shot of uh, Negan sitting with her. Yeah. On the, like, uh, on the- on the, I wonder what kind of creepy thing. stuff he oh, was that saying. That was kind of cool, actually. They're like, what are they talking about? You know, I mean, they're just sitting out there, and you know, he's trying to do those mind games with her. Yeah. And Rick's just freaking out because he knows what Negan's kind of capable of. So yeah. I appreciated that that they were just kind of sitting and lounging. That's Negan style. Yeah. All right. All right. So they do find the missing guns, as long uh, as well as a small horde of other stuff like liquor and some food and odds and ends. But anyway. Um, Outside, Carl's girlfriend is getting sexually harassed by Davey again. This guy, the same guy that was uh, getting a gun waved uh, at him by Carl. Uh, it's kind of creepy. Uh, of course, that's probably going to come back. Uh, Rick gives the guns that he finds back to Negan. Negan says uh, that he's got to get all his people on board or they're going to have to go back to square one. And I guess square one is uh, head baseball. Um, on the way out, uh uh, escorting Negan out, uh, Rick notices Michonne in like a hut or something off the side with the, the deer on her. Um, and he asks uh, Negan for a word. Uh, Negan trusts him and Rick rewards his trust because he goes, meets with Michonne, tells her what's happening, says they've got to give the sniper rifle to Negan um, and he doesn't want to lose anybody else. They give the sniper rifle to Negan. He's pleased and surprised at the obedience uh, and Rick, Rick asks for a favor. He asks if Daryl can stay. Negan says, no, thank you. Uh, and now, was that, was that his intention the entire time he was going to ask for a favor? Because I was like, why, why would you do that unless you wanted to just show Negan how submissive you are now? Right. I think that's what it was. I think he wanted 
um, to get Daryl back. But once again, if you don't, I understand Negan's point of view, what he's trying to do. He wants to hold on to Daryl. But this guy just did give you like obedience without being asked. So if you don't reward that behavior somehow, uh, I don't see how you can expect it in the future. But that's just coming from a like you know Negan as a manager kind of uh, tactics. A question. I don't see how in any way Negan can give up Daryl without them leaving. Like I see no possible situation where Daryl can go back. Why yeah. does Negan want Daryl so badly? I think it's a collateral power move. Yeah. I think it's still, yeah. I think it's a power move, and I think he genuinely thinks he can turn him, and he would be useful. Um, I, I also don't understand why. Just leave a couple saviors there. Yeah, right. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, like like leave leave a couple men like in the bell tower or something. You yeah, know? or they can you know just like enough guys, three dudes, so that somebody's always on guard. You know, if they get killed, no big deal. But in the meantime, they're going to keep those people in line. Uh, I don't see why it's not possible. Well, I, I think this is where Negan's management style, he's not a micromanager. So, <laughs> uh, it's very true. He's going to you know, let them feel empowered to do what they need to do for the next week. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. I didn't think of, uh, like, why doesn't he just leave somebody there? I mean, he let little Timmy and the Dick Brigade go <laughs> and get killed. Why not, you know, what Davey, Davey and the yeah, boys. Yeah, let Davey, Davey and the boys hang out. The dick, boys. <laughs> uh, the dick brigade all right so um uh yeah negan uh says that rick better when he comes back better bring him something quote-unquote interesting or else somebody else is gonna die um let's let, let's yeah speculate. i don't understand this all right so let's 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 uh you no know, if i was them i would really try to get something interesting like a gag ball or something you know something that Really catches him off guard, and he's like, "Wow, I'm impressed with that." Eugene How about a tiger? That task. How about a tiger? Right, right. <laughs> Get tiger? Kid Ezekiel over there. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't understand um, what he could. What does he mean by interesting? Does he mean valuable? Women, women. Maybe they'll start giving him women. No, geez, yeah. I don't think Rick will do that. I think there'll be a breaking point, or he. I don't know. Maybe Rick. Rick does let somebody go you know he he doesn't fight for a woman when negan takes it or something that could be a pretty serious episode right could be and t-dog is very quiet so i think that's probably means something oh i don't remember i don't remember the comics and bringing him anything interesting i know that some fun stuff will happen but uh i don't i definitely don't remember them like needing something special well fun stuff is good enough for me so let's move on. All right, so we get more Daryl taunting with the White telling him, "Hey, you can have this bike back. You just need to say the word." Uh, and obviously Daryl doesn't say anything, and Dwight drives away uh, on you know moving on with his Daryl transformation. Uh, Negan asks Rick if he think if he thinks it's time for him to go. Rick says, "Yeah, it's probably a good idea." And Negan says, "Okay, sure. Just say the magic words." Uh, and he's just baiting Rick into saying thank you, and he eventually does. Uh, Rick again considers hitting Negan with Lucille as Negan turns to uh, take out a zombie with a candlestick, but it looked like a pretty goddamn big candlestick. It wasn't like, you know, you don't think it, it was more, uh, more of a candelabra, I believe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
but I but, guess but, but, but let's let's not cl- that that's a that's a whole that's a pivotal scene there with Lucille. Well, yeah, that's the thing is Rick is thinking about hitting Negan with Lucille, but because Negan kills the zombie by smashing its head in, I think it reminds Rick of uh, Abraham and Glenn and how they died, and he thinks better of it. That's my interpretation. Thoughts? Uh, my interpretation is he he's. Go back to the earlier question, right, about, like, is Rick faking it or is he genuinely, like, is he submitting? I think he's, like, submitting for now. Like, eventually that won't be the case. And I think he had a little glimmer of, like, I want to fucking kill this guy. Well, he had that that earlier in the episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think think he's just suppressing his, like, need to kill this guy. Yeah, like, I would definitely like, want like to biting his time. Something. I mean, you have to learn about these these people, right? So he's like he's taking the time to kind of get a gauge of what they're all like, and you know, I mean, he can't be totally broken. I don't think. I think the whole point of those scenes were to show that he's still yeah. got fighting them. Right. right, and I mean, and later on, he gives Rando number two a piece of his mind. Um, we'll get to that. Oh. Yeah. Spencer is such a dildo. I wrote that down. Yeah, he is. Um, so anyway, uh, but I just I want to reiterate how much of a douche Dwight's turning out to be. Yeah. He's like negative Daryl. He's such he's he's, he's annoying. Dumb. He's dumb. Yeah, I I'm I'm upset. Actually, she shares like comment com- commentaries with you, Jermaine. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Oh, look who's getting saucy. <laughs> I just remember him getting back in the van. He's like, oh, so Negan, how was that? Like, do you have feedback for me? Like, was that yeah. what you yeah. think? I dumped out all her water. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that part? That's how, that was fucked, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I feel like. That's exactly the conversation. I feel like Dar- <laughs> like he has Dwight has a, like a wiffle ball bat. <laughs> and he just hits people in the like the back and like in the hamstrings when they're not looking and they just go down. Ah! Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and he runs away. Her name's her name's Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> this is my bad Margaret. All right, so um so, Didn't he do some more creepy stuff to Rosita before he left? Yeah, I don't know if he touched her face or he threw her. No, he gave the hat back, didn't he? Yeah, he gave the hat back. That was nice of him. <laughs> I thought so. But um, yeah, so before they, they're all packing up and before Negan leaves, he gets the the line and he's like, hey, in case you didn't catch on, I just slipped my dick down your throat and you thanked me for it. Uh, genuinely upsetting line. Um and you could see how it affected Rick. So I, I mean, it was disgusting in in crass, but I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, once again, I like Negan's introduction in this episode, and I like how he left. Just don't like so, how much. I'm not sure him. if they did it in the first episode, but in um, when Negan kills Glenn in the comics, he says, "I'm gonna like it's something along the lines of I'm gonna beat you into submission." Until I slide my dick in your throat and you're thanking me for it. So he says that line then. I'm not sure if they did it in the show. So it was yeah, like a reiteration so. in the comics. Yeah. In the comics, he does it in both places. And it's like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like an irony of um, like, oh, look what I did. I did exactly what I told you I was going to do. Right. Yeah, it's just basically just kicking him while he's down. I don't know why you do that. Like. More it's power just, move. Yeah, it's I, power I, move, but it's, thought, it's dumb. Like it's dumb. You already got these people behaving. Yeah, I th- I thought it actually had the opposite effect. Me too. Like, it was almost like, it was almost like all right, you had Rick. 
Rick was already like <laughs> submitting, and then you did that, and it was like, uh, it, I don't yeah, know, I think you kind of kind of lost a beat there. I agree because like he's trying to set up this thing where you behave because there's rules. If you do this, if you do what I say, uh, you will maybe not be rewarded, but not punished. Um, and to just like fuck with him mentally like that, it it's just giving Rick punishing him for being obedient, essentially. Which is not good. I don't know. But I agree with Johnny T. I think it, it had the inverse effect. But still good because it was uh, you know, just it was creepy. Um Yep, it was definitely creepy. Yep. And and and, and crude, which is just his style. Right. Yep. Crude, rude. And <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know how that finishes that that uh, saying. Anyway, Rick locks the gates and he confronts Rando number two. Uh, we find out his name's Spencer. I probably knew that before, but I just realized it at this point uh, about uh, how Spencer hid the two guns and also all the other shit. He calls him weak for doing that and walks away. And Spencer lips off and mentions that you know, uh, am I lucky? Is Glenn lucky? Is Abraham lucky? And Rick says, uh, "Say anything like that again, and I'll break your fucking jaw and knock out all your teeth." And then walks away, and he says, uh, "No." Before he walks, says, "Like you get it? You get me? Say you understand, or something like that." I don't know. So you yeah. can see he's getting a little Negan in him. Um, you know? Yeah, it's like he he just it's like he had a dick in his throat for the whole last hour or something. So now he's got to do it to somebody else. He's got to yeah, stick it to somebody else. Um, also, Rosita then comes behind the guy and gives him more shit for hiding his guns, but we discussed that it's kind of fucked up that she went into the woods not telling him her plan. Yeah, uh, that's what made me mad. Yeah, but he also implies that, you know, they don't have to live like this, implying that they he could leave or they could leave together. Uh, they don't he need just to tells around. him to do something stupid, and it's just going to make me even more mad. Right, more than likely. The, uh, him getting mad at, at uh, Spencer is like, like rightfully so, because Rick's already, he's like, he knows that he he had everything to do with everybody's death by Negan, right? So like, for like Spencer's little like, yeah. Little, so he already yeah, hates himself. Comment, like I'd have been pissed too. Yeah. I feel so, well, he's I, like the you know I mean he's like the leader by default. I guess I certainly you could say that he he kind of puts himself in that role, but there's got to be a certain point where you have that kind of vulnerability of like I can't you know I can't take one more second of this. This is annoying. Then this. Smart ass yeah. motherfucker starts lipping off. Right. Who like and, and that and that guy like doesn't know the half of it, you know what I mean? Like all the history and shit. I feel like they needed somebody in the episode to question Rick's leadership. Uh but putting it in the hands of this guy, I guess there's not very many people to put to to put these words into um his mouth. I don't know. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of people left, so they have to use random number two to have this uh stance. Yeah. I can see Maggie saying it. Yeah, but she's not around. She's dead in the ground. Yeah. Oh, she oh wait. Was. Going back to that, do you think Daryl thinks she's dead? Ooh. Because Daryl was there even, at the was, the grave site. Was he even paying attention? It, he wasn't uh, unconscious, so conscious. So wow. I think he was paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at the ground a lot, but he was there. Great point. He should think that that she's dead. Then he must hate himself yep. even more. That's true. In theory, he should think that. That's true. Or he knows that that group very well. <laughs> I think it was surprising even for Gabriel to do that, so I don't think he knows them that well. Um, yeah, that's true. What if all this turns Daryl to the dark side, and he's like, man, there's nothing back there for me. They're all going to hate me. Wow. That would be that would rowdy. Be good. He's like, I was the cause of 
you know, uh, Glenn's death. I was the cause of Maggie's death. Now I'm a savior. Yep. <laughs> Hail Negan. Makes sense. I am Negan. All right, so uh, Rick is making his bed on the floor because they took all the mattresses, and Michonne... <laughs> I love that man. That he's making that little bed on the floor. was just It's so funny they stole the beds. I thought that was so funny that right. they just took their beds. And it's so humiliating that he has to make the bed on the floor. Yeah. He does look like a child. I'm like, don't they have couches? I don't know what's going on here. Like when you're six, that's a fun sleepover. But now you're just yeah. A, that's what a I thought. I thought he looked like a kid, like getting ready for bed. He's like, oh, we're we're going, we're in a fort, we're outside. Uh, this is this is fun, like camping. Um, but yeah, he's making his bed, uh, his floor, I guess. Michonne comes in, says she still wants to fight. She wants to get the hilltop involved. And Rick says they still have the numbers. They beat out numbers. And you know, he says he doesn't want to lose anybody. In order to illustrate this point, he gives the backstory about him and Shane and how Shane <laughs> is Judith's real father. Oh. Does anybody care? What would Shane do in this situation? Kane? Shane wouldn't put up with this shit. <laughs> no, no, he would no, not. Shane no, would be dead a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have taken three or four people with him, probably Negan. Yeah. He's the fucking punisher. So Yeah, he is. Uh but yeah. Uh does does anybody care about this Judith reveal? Does it matter or does it change anybody's opinion about anything? Uh, I wish they killed Judith. Is that dark? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, come on, I get the whole this is hope thing and like that's all cute and stuff, but time to go, baby. Jesus. <laughs> if they I, I I think I talked to this in the first episode with Lynn. If uh like if Maggie's kid dies by the hands of the saviors or Negan or uh, uh, Judith does, that'll be the end of the, ep- the, her viewership. But that I think would get everybody in, uh, involved all pissed off at Negan willing to commit suicide to kill him. So that would be good. Motivation. Yeah. It's fired up again. But see, as it now to, what, what T dog was saying, I'm actually like the opposite. Like I kind of like the hope side of it. Like that's the sappy, like, um, optimist side of me. So like, I, I like having the children there for all the, the hope, metaphors and symbols and stuff but yep. the reveal i was just kind of like oh like you kind of knew that or you assumed it so i didn't really get anything from it right um i think only- i think it's more of a it's a a tool in the show because i think we all suspected or at least knew that that was shane's kid you had to know at this point but in the show i think it's a big reveal because and i actually i actually totally even forgot about shane until he fucking mentioned his name right that's <laughs> because it's been like 18 years or whatever it's it's been at least 10 years and i'm like oh yeah that shane dude <laughs> i think it kind of was like uh i think that was for like the long time watchers maybe since like season one that they're like oh look how far they've come like just yeah. like a mind or a yeah, walk down yeah. the- i think you're right that's i think they constantly us. have to do that they constantly have to look back because it just seems like an unending uh, nightmare, um, and I can't keep like even in. Uh, I told you I've I've hate quit this show several times, but I can't keep the different places in my head. Like I I remember the first season, I remember the farm, and then it gets fuzzy as fuck. As the far prison. as like, yeah, the prison I remember, but I don't remember like whether scenes happened at the prison or if it was you know. See, it's funny, like I uh, terminus like. I, I remember that all vividly. It's like it's like Game of Thrones. I can't keep fucking straight. Oh, but like but Walking Dead, I'm good. Guess we'll Certain intellectual it. level needed for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I stay in my lane, Jermaine. 
All right, so uh, basically Michonne is touched by the story and she agrees to try to play along. Um, so she goes back out to the car in the field to meditate, I guess. Uh, yeah. So Jermaine said that, and I think that's pretty accurate because she just goes out there to think about stuff, I guess. I don't know. She sees something in the distance, <clears throat> walks towards it, and it's revealed that it's a pile of mattresses that it's been burned. So <laughs> the Savior stole all their mattresses and didn't even fucking use them, just burned them. And she looks fucking furious. She's like crying about this. I mean, but why did, okay, why didn't they just burn them in front of them for effect? Like, well, why is it hidden? I agree. I don't like know. Like, if your point is to be like, ha we took your mattresses, you dumb fucks. Now we're going to burn them. Like, why hide, hide that fact? I, that I don't understand. Right. It starts, to, it starts to break down. It's like, okay, they're taking stuff. But are they using any of the other stuff they're taking? Or are they yeah, just getting rid of that as well? Like, you would think mattresses would be fucking useful. Even if you don't need mattresses right away, they're not making new mattresses. And, you know, Davey and fucking the dick boys are going to stain some mattresses <laughs> up eventually. <laughs> so you want to get some spares. <laughs> Even also, if you keep them in a warehouse somewhere, I don't know. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah, could, it could, is, is there any way to make it make sense? Like, I'm looking for, like, ideas here. Anything? Uh, it, what if it's not their mattresses? It, <laughs> it's somebody else's mattresses. Somebody else's. Uh, Maybe they're just really worried about their health, and they're like, "You guys have had these mattresses for ten years. You really know you should get new ones by now." Yeah, so they were they just doing lights. it for that. Or may, may, maybe they were just smoking it out for bed bugs, and then they'll go back again <laughs> later. It doesn't Another make any hole, sense. Doesn't that? That's along their path. Clearly, they didn't like you know go off their way to burn these these mattresses. So that even more says that there's no way they did not hear Michonne's loud gunfire 10 minutes later on their drive yeah. home yeah i was true. i was thinking the same thing like it's strategically there in case they go like looking around that they'll, they'll find it yeah so, so maybe, maybe that's there was it. a delayed like delayed thumb in your eye yeah. kind of thing i guess i don't know like delayed yeah shot. i guess maybe that's it maybe that's it they they didn't need them they don't want them so they didn't want to take them the whole way but they didn't hide it or anything they just put it far enough away so these people would eventually find it and be like what the hell but once again, why, stuff, I, I don't understand it. the mattresses. Like, if they would have done it, to, I mean, probably food would be more valuable. But if you take all the food they gave you and just like shit all over it and stomp on it, maybe that would be <laughs> even more demoralizing. Yeah. Uh, but yes. like, why would you take a resource like that? Uh, it just it doesn't make any sense. Because then you get to see Rick making a nest on the ground. That's why. <laughs> this is adorable. Uh, but yeah, she's. By the way, the mattresses is. didn't look like mattresses at all. I was like, what the hell is it? It Do you looked, think they couldn't like burn real seconds. mattresses and it was all CGI? Oh, yeah, it had to be. I'm sure there's some environmental impact, but... It was a little weird looking. It was like out of focus or something. I'm like, it, what is that? They look like uh, flattened out uh, marshmallows. Yeah. Kind of. All right, so uh, then we go back. Rosita picks up a spent shell casing from when, um, uh, you know, Negan fired off that uh, Desert Eagle, um, in, you know, uh, into the house. And she takes it to Eugene and uh, tells Eugene to make her a bullet. Uh, so here's the question. Is she just going to get the one bullet for some kind of crazy assassination attempt? Or is this going to launch Eugene into manufacturing all the bullets like he originally wanted to do with Abraham in that uh, factory, that smelting plant? I say he's going to manufacture more. I'd hope so, but yeah. I don't know. I agree. I think he's going to find his niche and uh become a ammo factory yeah he's gonna be like like the 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 uh, uh macgyver of the group like 
fixing broken shit. So they're gonna have one gun and like a thousand bullets. Yeah, I would think it'd probably scary. be more beneficial for uh, Eugene to start creating bombs as opposed to like bullets. Or something. Yeah, like do something, Eugene. Jesus, he's fixing that. <laughs> he's fixing that sixty-four so they can play Goldeneye. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Strafing. Yep. <laughs> Strafing with the C button. All right. Um. <laughs> So uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. I do want to point out there were scenes for next week, and it looks like Hilltop has to pay the bill uh, for their collaboration with uh, Rick's gang. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I don't like Hilltop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. That whole thing is weird. This this season is, I don't know. It's gotten weird the last, like, this season and, like, half of last season. I don't know. I get them lost. Like, I wish I had, like, a little map that showed me, like, you know, how far away Hilltop was, where's the kingdom at? Like, cause I keep right. getting lost. Where's everybody at? And is that, is that in the comics? Do you have a nice little like map? <laughs> we have a map. There's a, <laughs> there's a key, a legend. There's <laughs> a legend. Okay. <laughs> one, one, one inch is 10 miles. You know, the game of Thrones books have maps. <laughs> All right. So overall, let's give uh, your rating. Uh, I'm not going to explain the rating. Uh, it's still pretty self-explanatory. Uh, out of five stars with half star so increments. A, so it's a, so it's <laughs> a ten point scale. Is it a ten, ten point, point scale. scale? <laughs> or you can try uh, sandwiches. Once again, quality of the sandwich, not quantity. Um, <laughs> T-Dog, go ahead and rate this episode. Um, I mean, I love I love what they're doing with Negan. I know, I know sometimes it was over the top, but like I think that actor's clearly having a ton of fun with the, the uh, character, too. I think it was way too long, though, so I'm going to go with a solid two and a half. Middle of the road. Okay, Jermaine. Out of ten. Wait, that's two and a half out of ten. <laughs> God damn it. Out of five, right? It's two and a half out of five or five oh, out of ten. Oh, actually, I'm going two. You're going to go two? You're going to revise? It was a below average episode. Okay, so that's a four out of ten if we had to convert it for some. It was people. like a Wendy's taco salad. Like why? How they- many oh, oh, he's giving a taco salad rating. Oh. It's, a, it's a Burger King hot dog. It's like a you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and give it um, uh, the Cheetos che- uh, chicken fries from uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Burger King. They sound like a great idea, but you know it's just awful. So I'm gonna say uh, a a 2.0 because I think um, you know uh, uh, whatever this guy's name is um, Gordon uh, Levitt Smith um, is doing wonderful job <laughs> as an actor. He's suggesting Gordon Levitt. He's a Gordon Levitt. Okay. Yep. Gordon Levitt Smith. <laughs> I feel like he's doing a fantastic job. So I agree with T Bone. Uh, I just I, it didn't need to be an hour and a half in. Any, I can't think of any logical explanation why this episode was this long. I really don't. No. And they got like people get excited about the idea of a ninety-minute episode. Not me because I have to go to bed. But like, <laughs> yeah. why get everyone excited about that for? No, and, and, you know, and, and you know, it's funny. Like when it was getting close to ten, I was like, my wife and I was like, I was like, it can't be almost over. And then when I saw it went to ten thirty, I did get excited. I was like, oh shit, something's gonna go down. Nope. And then like nothing did. Yeah, but when it doesn't pay off. It's it's the boy that cries wolf, right? Yeah, right. So I don't see what they're doing. Doesn't right. make sense. Can I can I do my rankings now? Go for it. I think I figured. So how many? So it's quantity of sandwiches. 
<laughs> is that not it? That's it. Well, go for it. Okay. I'm going to give it three um, Frito Coney hot dogs from Sonic. Ooh. Oh, wow. Out of. That sounds uh, good. Mm, no. Jermaine knows. <laughs> Sonic buffet. So, yes, three Coney Frito hot dogs with cheese whiz on them. Oh, cheese whiz. Uh, what about limeade? So you're giving it a five. That's a that's a hot dogs. Well, it's a fifteen point hot dog scale. So three out of fifteen hot dogs. I'm gonna go ahead and interpret that as a three on the five point yes. scale. Uh, yeah, make it a, if, for for real. It's probably a two out of five. I, I didn't really enjoy the episode. Much. Oh, okay. Uh, Jermaine, a one. Wow. You're you could give me like the the, the four scenes that like were enjoyable. The rest was just exhausting. And, and, and I would like one. I would like to know what Jermaine likes. Uh, well, no, no. I want to know what's another. I mean, there's been episodes we've probably forgotten about because they were so terrible. But can you think of another episode that was this bad or almost as bad in recent memory or at all? Where Judith was born. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> This what is your deal with this child? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't want this crying baby around. You yeah, just don't he, want baby. This guy's like Stannis Baratheon over here with the uh, <laughs> with his kid. Okay, <laughs> nobody got it. Fine, moving on. Jermaine, <laughs> it's a one. It's the last old wrinkled hot dog at the gas station. Oh man, oh, my nobody baby. wants that shit. But John Johnny Teal still eat it. Yep, totally well. All right, guys, uh, I guess that wraps it up. I want to thank everybody, including T-Dog, especially T-Dog, for showing up um, once again. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Uh, guys, we can make this a regular thing. We're going to be doing it, uh, unfortunately, every goddamn week <laughs> while the show is on. No, make it stop. <laughs> uh, and we'll see how bad it gets. I won't hate quit, uh, at least not this season. Uh, so hopefully we can do it again. And like I said, all everybody on the call is now a co-host, so... Uh, you might see these guys back, including Lynn, whoever wants to come back. I think she's intimidated now. All these dudes call us little Timmy and the dick brigade. (laughs) Little Timmy and the dicky bunch. Chunky Doug and the dicky bunch. Chunky Doug and the dick bunch. (laughs) Just a bunch of of dicks. (laughs) All right, guys. And before we go, um, uh, T dog has, uh, wants to talk about his, uh, his venture called, uh, or, or let's say a venture that he's associated with called uh, Trav's Travels. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, it's a weekly web series that talks about a different animal every week. Um, you know, it's about three to four minutes long and we learn about an animal and all the fun facts about it. So if you have an animal you want to learn more about, we'll absolutely do an animal for you. Have you done Email platypus? us at Travelers. We have done Platypus and okay. it was awesome. Platypus is a very unique animal. A mammal that lays eggs. Very, very weird. Um, but we learn about all those wacky facts um, every single week on Tuesday at youtube.com slash Travs Travels Show, as well as uh, you can email us at travelers at travstravels.org if you have an animal that you want to learn about. Very good. And um, is it safe for work? Oh, it is. It is safe for work. Um, it's family friendly. Um, there are a bunch of fun jokes with it, too, but all in good Good fun. No, uh, no baby killing like uh, <laughs> hopefully. No dick brigade talk. 
No Dick Brigades, no Davy and the Boys, nothing like that. We just have a uh, fun animal facts. Okay, great. I have a I, I have a, a podcast called Johnny T's Trash Talks Animals. Ooh, <laughs> but it's on right right after that one. <laughs> I, talk, I, talk, I talk shit about your favorite animal. <laughs> can, you give us a little, can you give us a little? Can you give us a little snippet of that? <laughs> yeah, I was. You know, maybe you could say, "Hey, I want to learn about." Um, stone crabs or something. I would say they're fucking stupid. I hate them. Harambe <laughs> uh, deserve to die. Yeah, Are you like the Talking like, Dead version of my show. Do you just you come on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ashamed of Trav's travels. Ashamed of Trav's travels at YouTube dot web series at gmail dot com. WordPress dot net. Uh, Word. Uh, Tremaine, anything to plug? Honey Badger don't give a shit. Okay, great. Um, Classic. <laughs> uh, without uh, any further ado, thank you once again, gentlemen, and we will see you next Tuesday, guys. Take care.